Entrepreneurs Podcast. Today we have with us Mario Bex. I hope I pronounced your last name correct because I always like to ask to make sure in the beginning, but I didn't do it yet. So is that correct? Yes, that's correct. Bekesh, you know, and because I'm coming from the different part of the world and we have all these funny uh, signs in our, in our alphabet, it's pronounced Bekesh, but Bek, Bekesh, Bekesh. or Bekesh, it's, 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 it's fine with me, yes. Okay. Bekesh, no, I love to Bekesh. pronounce everything. Uh, Bekesh, yeah, Bekesh, yes, yes. Bekesh. It's Bekesh. a Hungarian Bekesh. surname, yes, yeah. So, Mr. Bekesh, tell me, where are you right now then? Where are you calling in from? I'm fortunate enough to be talking to you from the Sydney, oh. uh, Australia. It's uh, eight o'clock in the morning. I'll be precise, eight fifteen in the morning. And yeah. uh, I'm on that side of the world, apart, you know, where <laughs> you are in Canada. So yeah, I'm in Sydney, Australia, at this very moment. So you are enjoying summer. It is summer. Look, why? When I arrived in Australia in '98, it was it was a big uh, uh, difference for me. I arrived in November, which is clearly late autumn, beginning of the winter back in Croatia. And suddenly coming to Australia with everybody's in nice and short sleeves and enjoying the summer. And I was like, are we living on the same planet? So summer, yeah. <laughs> it's, 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 it's beautiful uh, in Australia. I must say Australia has a, one of the most uh, uh, acceptable environments. You know, it's, uh, it's never too cold. It's never, it's never, it's never, it's, there's no snow in Sydney, as you know, which is, it's just a blessing. And the summer is beautiful here. Yes, it is. Now it's a summer, which I presume yeah. it's your, your, where you are. It's a, it's a winter now, right? Winter. Yeah. We, we, we just, we just keep having snow here. And, and yeah. um, today it, actually we had a lot of rain. So it looks like the snow is gone, but um, we've been getting a lot of rain as well recently. Yeah. Temperature has been uh, odd. You know, we had a, a very nice, plus 15 plus 17 day and and it was it was exciting in december right but the you know the kids wanted <laughs> the kids wanted yeah. snow but just around yes. you know december 23rd 24th is when we had that a big batch of snow so everything was you know white right so they were they were happy um uh, yeah. Yeah, so I always like to kind of start the the episode or the interview by allowing the guests to kind of introduce themselves in their own words, Mario. So I'll give you the stage, please. No, thank you very much. I'm very no truly privileged and honored to be on your podcast. Uh, you. I must say, it is not every day that I have opportunity to talk to somebody with your profile, with a number of the prof- uh, people who is following you, and uh, you know your social media speak itself which gives me true privilege to share my humble story with your listeners. And I'm very, very grateful for this. Uh, a part of, you know, we all have this life story. I start from the end. I consider myself at this very stage of my life and I'm 49 as ambassador and activist for humanity. One saying that uh, my life was a, a little bit different than anybody else. I was born in communism, hardcore, mm-hmm. in a typical a typical worker's family where the alcohol was a, a primary source of happiness. Um, and my parents decided when I was 14 years old, 
on Christmas Eve, 1986, uh, to kick me out of the home because they couldn't feed me. I was, you know, all these excuses. And I was fortunate enough that my grandfather, who was at that stage in, in communism, was a highly positioned uh, intelligence officer in Yugoslavia. He took me under his wing and he sent me to uh, for education. And as a life is always unpredictable, you will agree with this. We, we never know what's going to happen tomorrow. You know, I always say to people, be careful what you wish for because i always want to be the soldier and somehow i find myself in military school and then civil war broke out in yugoslavia as most of the people know 1991 i was 18 years old my parents uh, they disappeared overnight you know they, they just left me a message we are okay <laughs> i didn't saw them for three years and i found myself in the midst of the civil war uh, for independence of croatia um pushing that career for eight years in military. Eventually, I wanted to step out of the of that environment. You know, first being in combat five years and, you know, being several times wounded, injured. Then, you know, in military, I'll call this security services. Then I've been transferred into the foreign affairs, which was, again, something new for me in terms of being part of 007 lifestyle, I will say. Yeah. But it doesn't have nothing to do with that, right? It's like, it, it, was, it was a... It was a very difficult choice for me to leave my home and being sent in Australia. Uh, prior to this, as you know, in, in diplomatic intelligence, it's a lot of uh, education, a lot of trainings, a lot of security checks. And, you know, I then I learned about being accountable, responsible, because I was an individual representing my state. And mm -hmm. instead of talking, my state told me, if something goes wrong, we don't know you. And I'm like, okay, that doesn't make a sense. But, you know, <laughs> 28 years old, um, yeah. you believe in everything. Mm. However, I fall in love in Australia. I got a kid um, and I decided to stay in Australia. But, you know, the, the tragedy of life it is that I believe at that stage of life owes me. And my first job was a cleaner in hotel. And, you know, I was representing all misery of this life because I blamed everybody for my, uh, for my choices, why I'm, why I'm doing this. Um, but as a life progressed slowly, step by step, and always say, we don't know what tomorrow brings. I found myself in corporate world a few years later. Then the GFC comes, another challenge. <laughs> then my marriage goes down, you know, uh, my kid was become very ill. Uh, and then I decide to do something very extreme. And that is to come back to the roots and take the ownership of my problems. Stop blaming everybody. Uh, you know, accept responsibility for everything what I do. And I started my own business in intelligence group, which uh, performing uh, investigative intelligence uh, investigations, analysis, and, you know, humble beginnings. And, you know, today I can say thank you, everybody who, you know, told me I cannot do it. Yes. And today it's, it's a beautiful opportunity to be in this country, Australia, which mm -hmm. gave me opportunity to become who I am. And the most importantly, today I've been interviewed by you. And <laughs> as I say, life is full of rewards and full of lessons. And if we don't learn the lessons and on that part, all these lessons I learned in my life through the war, through the diplomatic environment, you know, ups and downs, I decided to share my knowledge uh, with the broader public, those who are interested, uh, to learn that doesn't matter what obstacles we're facing in life, we are those ones who make the choices, your product our choices. And I wanted people to learn lessons from me 
which I pay it dearly. And as I say, mm. in many aspects, like everybody else, but I have some harsh environment. And that's who is Mario Becker. So there I'm a managing director of Inside Intelligence Group. Uh, I'm the proud uh, author of the several books. And, uh, you know, being the part of this podcast is actually highlight, you know, for this year now. So thank you. Oh, thank you so much. We're ending the year very nicely then, right? <laughs> so, Indeed. So yeah. I'm thankful, yes. <laughs> No, thank you so much. I'm grateful to you to keep make the take the time, you know, to come on the show and and to exactly. to honor us with your presence and talk about all this because the more impact we can give the world, the better, right? And then you know yes. you can hear the struggle, the story. But my first question that comes to my awareness is: Are you reading my mind? No, I don't. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I think sometimes. I think. I think, I think sometimes. Uh, uh, you know, I learned one thing. You know, on Intelligence Academy, I recently spoke to several people here, and um, we like it or not, we love it or not, we live binary life. And I do remember this lady when she walked into into the classroom, nineteen eighty seven. She comes and she says. You know, this is how we do the mind control. And I was like, really? How? <laughs> and I could understand very clearly that, you know, it's not what I'm thinking within the mind. But we live in the binary code. Whatever we do, we do everything in the numbers. And, uh, you know, everything what we uh, creating, it's in the numbers, statistics, analysis, and everything else. There's uh, certain needs people have, but people have a certain uh, desires and it's all represented in numbers. So how do you control somebody's behavior? That was a, a subject, you know, intelligence field. It's to tap into that code of the binary uh, of the numbers, you know, because at the end, end of the day, the data. Uh, we all data. Yeah, we all we are all walking data storages, not just the clouds or, you know, computers, yeah. but we are all, so no, I don't read in my, your mind, but <laughs> I don't know which, because I'm very grateful that I'm on your show. So yes, thank you. Oh, thank you, Mario. You're, you're thank amazing. You. Thank you thank for coming. You. Like I said, mentioned, this is the first time I've ever tried going live, um, yes. you know, and you're the first guest on this doing it live. And thank you. You know, I'm not even sure how it's going to be out there for people. <laughs> it's gonna be we'll find out after. <laughs> well, I mean, like, I don't know. I don't know if the technology is working right now, but hopefully it is. We'll find yes. out after the interview, but um, it should be live. It's showing me that it's live. Um, yeah. but yeah, thank you so much for taking the time. Now you're welcome. I was just joking about the mind reading. Like, dude, this is my this is my second. Uh, interview with uh, with someone from the intelligence world, okay. and I know the interviewing um, aspect of your job. Um, yeah. It can be uh, quite dynamic. Uh, you guys, you know, you guys are very much trained in dissecting and finding out information, right? So it's a really, really amazing skill, especially in, in business. Um, yes. Has that, has that helped you in, in the success that you have seen in your business so far? Yes, indeed. Look, I, I truly believe that, you know, when I started my business and, you know, I, I need to stipulate this again. I believe at that stage that will always be. And once when I, when I realized that I, I losing everything, because of my choices, I try to understand why this is happening to me. And I 
remove myself from the start what's called uh, pre-mortem analysis, which most of the uh, companies disregarding and business owners when they start a business or you can call predictive analysis. And that's what it is that you take a theory of what was possible can happen. You know, you have a three situations and then you drill those three situations or so five or six, whatever it is, and try to find what's the worst can possible can happen if you start doing something, you know, based on your plan. Mm-hmm. And being intelligence intelligence field helping me quite a lot, uh, helping quite mm-hmm. a lot to analyze the market, to analyze competitors. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was working, uh, it was called then Directorate 7 of the Foreign Affairs, which basically I was individual being sent by my government across the seven seas, the seven mountains, and you are accountable for the all actions you have. And then once when I step it into the civilian life, I would say, I disregard everything, all these teachings and lessons and education, because I believe it, I know everything. And once when I started my own business, uh, I realized that two things, I need to come back to the basic, like in photography, it's, which is a light. And in the business, it's intelligence fault. It can be very cruel when you work in government sector because after all, you're the one of, of the few operatives on the field uh, and you're the somebody who needs to provide accurate information to flow. Sometimes it's being requested by, by your superiors to provide those informations, which even you can access, but they don't care. You need to find a way. And secondly, in a business, uh, it helped me quite a lot to deliver better results for my clients. You see, I live in Australia with, in a multicultural country where I'm very grateful because you can learn everybody has different models of branding. I believe people in Canada think differently, right, about fraud mm-hmm. or about, uh, you know, which we investigate. So I brought my knowledge, my experience personally to my clients. They can see it, they can hear it. Uh, what I learned in communism and what I learned in, in the system I was working for almost 15 years government sector. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it is intelligence. It's it's uh, it's very challenging. Uh, mm-hmm. For one reason, I used to be catching myself. Uh, you live in the lie because it's imperative to protect your 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 identity, to protect your um, your lifestyle. You know those who you love. So when you work in the garment sector, you know everything's become very simplified. You know I'm just a cab driver. You know, I don't know nothing, and you know, mm-hmm. you remove yourself. When in the corporate sector, when I started, I was a different situation. I was very proud to share my knowledge, my experience, so my clients can improve their policy procedures. They can get competitive edge, and they can adapt or, or just uh, apply my expertise for their benefits in in combating crime, fraud, or you know, any type of the activities which is. Uh, goes against uh, company policy procedures. Mm. Yeah. So it's like a custom plan based on the company, right? The corporation. Yeah. Look, uh, the, the world is merciless, and you will, you will agree with me that past two years uh, proved uh, uh, that corporations across the globe, they have to rely on a, one resource of products or services, storing the data. Uh, the global supply chain has been disturbed. Uh, mm-hmm. And as I say, in intelligence field, when 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 you're doing analysis of some information, we used to be adopting that uh, 
approach pre-mortem analysis. You know, everybody's familiar with the terminology post-mortem from movies mm-hmm. like when somebody died and everything else. Mm-hmm. But pre-mortem analysis was very important. And that's what the corporations was lacking, particularly when it comes to investigating crime or fraud. Um, it is very difficult and challenging, you know, when you try to share your knowledge in environment which is not uh, accustomed to that to that thinking so sometimes they will say to me how do you know these things it's like well (laughs) i just learned you know a long time ago and this this is the way how we did so it's yeah intelligence is necessary for all of us for all of us Mm -hmm. information it's a most valuable commodity in business in life, that's a time, but in business, it's information. And it's not everything what we see and hear, it's truthful. Because what we forget in most of uh, I see that around me is to check the source validity and information reliability. That's mean it's not important who says, but it's important what has been said because the words itself becomes the weapons. If you put enough emotions into words, they become the weapons. And if you mm-hmm. bite on that emotional side of your brain, on that information, it's going to be sidetracked and you want to do bad decision-making and poor judgment. So that's where I'm stepping in and try to educate and train the, the business world and corporations how to dissect that information. Mm. Not the did- person. <laughs> no, no, not the person. I hope not. <laughs> but for yes. when we, you know, obviously, no, uh, no software, no, no artificial intelligence could replace the experience. What you have, for example, by finding that information. But you know, as you're aware of this, they're becoming um, quite, quite intelligent, right? Um, artificial intelligence, right? So. Where do you find yourself in the future when it comes to these things that are going to come out with data analysis that's going to be artificially, like artificial intelligence and to bring the information out to the surface from that data? How is How are you going to differentiate from that? There is always going to be need for information. And I'll just go 10 years back. Okay. The world remember the Arab, Arab Spring Uprising. Uh, they called Arab speaker uprising because there's been related to the Prague uprising uh, terminology. And recently I published some articles on that on the topic artificial intelligence and information. What's happened in 2010, instead of going to details, uh, some of the of the of the of the sellers he burned himself and uh, revolution started, but didn't start in social media, which is artificial intelligence. It's been instigated. However, the governments, Libya, uh, Egypt, and Syria, they shut down the internet network. But yet information was being transferred from person to person faster than fire, faster than speed of light. Why? Because we are all have the need to talk to each other. And, you know, Arab Spring, Arab Spring Uprising actually showed how the governments actually, they're weak uh, because they're controlling that sector, right, mm-hmm. of the artificial intelligence. Artificial intelligence will analyze the data. But again, come back to the point where I said to before. Artificial intelligence will analyze what is tangible, what has been placed on social media, on any domain. Yeah. But can analyze the thoughts. Arab Spring Uprising, apologies, 
it was a fire. People go to the mosques, they talk. People talk to family, they talk. So that information, you see, uh, when you go on ground zero, that's a human's us. That's the way the source information is. What goes on social media, artificial intelligence analyze. And there is no software who can predict behavior of the humans in that accuracy if you don't confirm. Now, move the war on terror or move, uh, let's go say now, uh, the COVID situation. I don't know how it's in Canada, in Australia, but people are still talking to each other. So the information doesn't go just on a social media, artificial intelligence. Yeah, It's, it's, it's going to take a big component of the business world. I would say still going to keep about 80 to 85%. Absolutely. But yet, mm. if you want to verify the source of information, because, you know, you will agree, you and I had the now interview, but before this or after this, we're going to talk, right? But that source information, that's a source information. You, you and I are going to talk about how successful was it being live now on a Zoom, right? But, you know, artificial intelligence can't analyze this. So you still need a presence on the field, on the ground zero, mm, which is yes, you know, amongst people and everything else. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm, so 85% uh, of William. Sorry? I say uh, 85% artificial intelligence is going to take that, that still. Uh, still need that, that input. That's correct, yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. We're going to be talking after the show. This is like this show is is my number one source for new friends. Like this is how this is literally this is how I this is how I keep like growing like friendships yes. through yes. this show. Like literally like this is you meet someone, you connect. Not everybody, but you know what I mean? Yes. So you, you connect and then boom, you're like, you're engaging with each other, social media, you're, you yeah. know, if something happened, event happened, I went to yes. Florida, someone invited me, you know what I mean? Like it's, um, it's, it's a very amazing way. Um, because you see, you have meet. a purpose. You see, this is, this is, this is the beauty of everything. Once when a person find the purpose in life, and this is what I like it about people like yourself and, uh, and our mutual friend being introduced, um, we, we, we are all exploring, you know, we're all explorers in some shape or form. And once we meet new people, we're learning new skills. Once when you learn new skills, we want to adopt these skills. Mm -hmm. So, you know, you're making new friends. I make a new friend in Canada. And, you know, really? that's how the world it is. You know, we are interconnected. And this is uh, when, when, when we're looking now past ways during the COVID, I said, people, the world become the flat. And what that means from point A, from me to Sydney, to point B to you in Canada, we are connected, we are wired, right? So it's, we are connected through the internet. So we all become flat, we become accessible to anything mm -hmm. and everything. And as again say, it doesn't happen every day to be with you on your podcast and are you doing an extremely good job? I'm very, very happy. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Can you tell me more about the, the banner in the back? Like, can you explain that? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah that recently i i was um honored that several years ago i was looking the way how to access the market and i knew at the time i'm just a new kid in the block <laughs> kid you know adult but kid you don't know nobody people had have you have no credibility you know so the only way how i could uh, show my clients how i do it was to write the books and when i started writing my first book you know, I've been subject of the, you know, good laugh and, you know, great support, you know. <laughs> Don't do it, Mario, because you're going to embarrass yourself. 
And as a life voice, uh, yes, yes. So like people told me, don't do it. You know what I mean? And regardless of this, so one person uh, told me, just go for it, try to do it. So as I was publishing the technical books of investigations intelligence, uh, a few years ago, I was being encouraged to write a book, uh, Blood Soccer Soil, which is my personal journey through uh, communism and uh, first months in war. So I spoke about my fears, about my obstacles, about talking to the God, you know what I mean? And all these things which not many people like to share because when you come out of the war, everybody wants to be the hero. And I painted the picture about my experience in a very different light. And that's the fear, anxiety, uncertainty, you know, pain, everything else. And as I was writing this book, I was being told, Mario, why don't you become the brain for humanity because of your life experience and everything else? And I was like, yeah, that doesn't, you know, doesn't sit with me right. You know, I, you know, ego says do it, but, you know, your, your conscious says, is this is really what you want? And as I was writing book and, you know, meeting new people as you, as you are, who helped me in that road to, to, to publish this book uh, to the proper publisher, I decided to become that ambassador and activist of humanity. So amazing. I will lose in my experience. You don't need anyone to be happy and successful because after all, we are all decision makers on our life. So this is the balance behind me. You don't need anyone uh, as of my podcast on Spotify, not successful. Your was or your one. I'm still oh, learning things. Uh, yeah, you know, it is, but I always come back to people. And this is honest uh, analysis. I come in from an environment which is very unforgivable. I come in from the, from the family who has been very dysfunctional, like many other families. But my uh, experience was a horror, horrors of the war, horrors of, you know, losses and pain and everything else. And then now at this stage, that is late after the war, I realized, thanks to these people, that this happened to me for the reason. And people should know that whatever we face in life, we can overcome that obstacle. So that's the reason why this banner, you don't need anyone. So, yeah. Mm. Very but I have a question for you on your podcast. May I ask you a yes, question? Yes, of course. Okay. Who, what is your podcast about? And who is the my host? Who is the my host uh, today? Well, podcast is called Super Entrepreneurs Podcast. So I'm sure you're aware of that part. Yes, um, yeah. So we, what we do is we interview uh, entrepreneurs, self-employed people, you know, leaders. Um, yes. And what we do is we bring awareness out about that, you know, everyone that's in business, especially the ones that are very successful and doing well, they're just like me, you, anyone else. Yes. And the purpose of this is to bring awareness to people that if they're unhappy in their job, get out. If they're, if they're looking at self-employment or entrepreneurship, 
it's not as hard as you 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 might make it out to be and stop yes. yourself. So yes. this show it kind of brings that out mindset stuff, what people went through, bring awareness that hey, oh that's just like me, you know, like get that aha moment, right? Like oh that's just yes. that's just like me. Look at him now, he's owning like four hundred units in real estate portfolio. Wow, you know, something yes. that strikes a the desire of some sort, and then you know we lift that person up, and then if they need help for example in mindset and reprogram the internal world that you mentioned though the yeah. voice right to to kind of bring some kind of space between the, the 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 voice and you as who you truly are right as a human being uh, as, a, as a being and bring that alignment with people through that and then also what i do is i'm a mentor like i mentioned so i, I mentor yes. people on on this this entire process and yes. you know i have other businesses i have a, a startup that we're launching soon um but yeah this this podcast is more of a of, of a of a passion you know more of about about bringing more and more awareness in the world really see this is this is exactly i i expected that answer and this is what i say it's a it's an honor to be in your podcast show Thank you. because regardless of your successes your drive and you created a purpose to others to be the voice so yeah. being in sydney eight in the morning on, on thursday morning and being your podcast being that voice it's what makes me happy hence the, the banner behind me because mm. what i learned in my life i truly believe that you you can agree to me you know like i truly believe that we have the, all some skills which we need to live as a part of legacy or as a part of knowledge or train some other people and everything else and you know the world is a full of surprises and i always come back to this point that a life is always going to serve us what we really need at this very moment and i never understood the struggle but i always said to business people doesn't matter how struggle it's real or imaginative it is it's gonna be challenging and uh, it's a wheel turning continuously it's it never stops it's once you reach a goal i said to my clients you know when we're doing the investigations once when you investigate one thing it's not over because it's gonna come another one another one another one another one but as long as we find the joy and when i was driving this morning to to, to be on your podcast I was so excited, like you know, I was little, like a little girl, like literally, I was like a little girl. Oh man! Because <laughs> oh, seriously, you. seriously, because because as I say, it's we all can invent something, but we can't invent the host who is still successful like yourself. We can't invest, oh, invent you. a podcast like your one. And so, like, of course, I was dry this morning uh, in argument with my son. You know, I mean, who is you know doing something else, and he was like, "Dude, you know, you know the kids they are like it just it's different." The vocabulary and everything else. I said, yeah. Mateo, I'm going to be today on a, with somebody very special. He says to me, why is this so, so important to you? I say, you don't understand now because you have the different needs. Yeah. But for me, it's different reward, some top reward yeah. today with you. Yeah. Yes. So thank you. You're welcome. Very welcome. You know, it's all levels of awareness, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. you know, like your son, for example, my kids, they're just, they're at a different level of awareness, right? They don't, yes. it may not make sense what we're doing. <laughs> and, and, and as they grow sure. older, as they increase that, that conscious awareness and as they get, um, their awareness gets higher and higher, they're going to understand yes. what this all about. I think everything needs time, right? So as, as, it's great that, you know, he has a dad like you, right? So it's yeah. going to <laughs> Thank help you. a lot. Yeah. So can you Thank give you. me three top, top benefits of a company hiring you 
for their for growth for their business the number one they get you know the, the impeccable customer service i learned very early in the stages of my business i can and tell i was being told i was being told by the business people i'm servicing even today they told me mario you are good to us as a last case which means if my last case was bad doesn't matter what i did before doesn't matter you know you don't perform well so customer service for me it's it's a, one of the greatest things uh, and the stuff i'm playing today now and i learned as well very early that i need to surround myself with the people who wants to work who are enjoying to work mm-hmm. second one it's benefit it is meeting expectations so the clients Everybody has expectations. Nobody pays you just because you're beautiful or, you know what I mean? You have the nice car and everything else. Client has expectations, and I always maintaining these expectations. If there exists opportunity to finish case earlier, I'll say to client, we can do earlier, cut the costs. Or if a client says to us, this is the case, I will say to client, if I see difficulties, please understand if you want a proper results, it's going to take longer. And I meet these expectations. And thirdly, it's a, it's a knowledge which is priceless. Uh, we're continuously uh, educating our clients. As much as educating us, we're educating them. And in my business, we are not police. We have no resources, logistics like police or once upon a time agency. I used to be work. So we are private sector. We need to improvise and use every possible avenue to provide results find information, find a person, surveillance, due diligence and all these things. So the three things there are, as I said, like it's, it's, uh, it's meet expectations, communications and customer service. And then most importantly, third one, I put a third place because it's continuously, as all of them, they go in a circle. It is sharing the abundance of knowledge and, and, and yeah. ex- experience we have with our clients. Because mm. one day, you know, we, we don't know what's going to happen, but if we pass no. this knowledge to the client, great. Yes. Continue using this. Yeah. Yes. And what would you feel is your, is your inner superpower, your superpower that got you yes. to this point? Yes. You know, you'll, you're hearing the word resilience so much often. And in this discussion with, uh, with, uh, with, uh, with uh, this gentleman, you know, who guided me as well, you know, we have a discussion and there was a heated discussion. I say you can't learn resilience in, 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 in a classroom. And then he says to me, how would you learn resilience? I say, I can talk about resilience today after everything I was going through. But before I come to this today, being a resilient person, I've gone through a lot of uncertainty, a lot of fear, a lot of anger and everything mm-hmm. else. But one thing, what kept me going, I'll, I'll give you, I'll give you, the, I'll give you the, the quick story. 2009 um, was a GFC happening in Australia. I lost a corporate job. Uh, my marriage was falling down. My kid was being diagnosed with epilepsy. And in that very moment, we, 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 we I wanted people to understand this, how difficult situation can be a beneficiary. In that very moment, we didn't have the money and, uh, you know, everything was uh, falling apart around me. So what I did, I went in, a, you know, we call the cash converters, the store exchange of goods for the money, right? Mm-hmm. And I sell my son the section, limited edition of the Thomas the Tank. And in that very moment, my kid couldn't understand what's happening. So he wanted toys back and I was crying and my, the man was giving me money. 
And this very moment, I realized how low I went down. So it wasn't that moment which makes it just angry or sad, but actually mm-hmm. finding me in yeah. a different aspect, which was we're hearing a lot of this saying, be hungry. I say, don't be just hungry. You need to starve for something. Mm-hmm. When you're starving for something. So I was like, I was starving continuously inside of myself to chase my dreams, to make it better for my son uh, and to share the, my wealth knowledge, abundant knowledge of investigation intelligence with my clients. So that was that what kept me going. Starvation, not, not physical starvation, but starvation for being a happier person, giving more back to the life, my son and people around me. I was starving. So not just resilience, but being in a mode of starvation, yes. Mm, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So apologies for the, for, the, for the very colorful explanation, but something breaks you to remake you. And uh, that very moment I was broken, but decided to remake myself. And the only way it's not to be happy just, you know, for one day, I need to think life ahead. So yeah, mm. that's what it, it is. Yeah. And that, you know, that hunger, you say, right, to that desire, yeah. that hunger. Yeah. I find that the results get a lot more, they get better and easier when you're operating from completeness compared to, you know, the hunger and the forcefulness and the, and the push for growth, it just creates a very frustrating journey. But when you operate from a place of completeness, like I'm good, like I'm, I'm happy, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm doing amazing. I'm grateful for everything. Let's go. Yes. And you start operating with a sense of urgency, like you want things to be done, but you are, operating with calmness and it's i wish very, i met you very then, beautiful 10 years. yeah we, i wish i met you 10 years ago and i always said to people be careful what you wish for and be careful very very much who you're surrounding yourself yes and as i said like the beginning i believe that the world owes me and success is not guaranteed success doesn't come in overnight everybody believes that success is you know, just uh, do these few steps, somebody says. You need to have a proper mentor like yourself. Yeah. You need to have the uh, a key objective. What do you want to achieve? Um, you know, I'm not ashamed to say how my life was very difficult because, you know, one way or another, and, you know, I'm seeing people around you and me and everywhere else. Everybody loves to talk about success. Mm-hmm. Man, tell me about your struggle because mm-hmm. the only person who's going to struggle, and I can, you know, I can say that you have experienced your life so much that's how we learn how we're growing to the lessons of the life mm. but it's very important to have the good mentor I always come back to think if you have the good mentor you know you're going to be successful mm. and i believed i was naive i know everything <laughs> you don't yeah. know nothing even yeah. before i met you i blame you about everything you know what I mean? so, oh, thank you. <laughs> yeah it's, it's the ego that gets us in trouble you know i i wasted so many years feeling i knew everything and i i, I just i just knew i'm gonna do it. i'm gonna do everything and it's just it, without grabbing someone's hand and someone who's done it and get their help it's yes. just you find it it becomes very um trial and error and our journey here on earth is is it's, it's not that long, you know. It's like a very, it's like a, it's like a quick dream. <laughs> so you know, every every minute counts. You know, you don't. Money is just just whatever. It's just a tool. 
you know, but you yeah. need to get to that place quickly as, as fast as possible. And you always get that from other people's experience, the fastest way. Um, but it's not a shame to ask for help. And as I say, yeah. I'm blessed enough today I be with you. Um, as I said, like, I wish I met some people earlier in my, in my life, but I truly believe that life served me what I need. And that's a lessons, painful yeah. lessons. And that's yeah. like, yeah. No, no, definitely, Mario. Thank you so much. And no you mentioned about your podcast and it's new, whatever. Um, yeah. uh, reach out to me if you have, if you need any help or anything, let me know. Um, Absolutely. Uh, I, will I, can share, I can share some of my contacts and stuff and, yeah. and get you. Um, I'm very resourceful. So if you need yeah. any kind of help in any way, way just reach yeah. out to me, message me, DM me, email me, whatever, yeah. and I'll see what I can do. And, Absolutely. you know, again, I, I really, really am grateful that you took the time to come on the show. Thank you. Thank you again, Mario. You're welcome. I, I wish you a, an amazing 2022. And I'm wishing you as well. And I'm, I'm imploring everybody Please come on this podcast, not because of me, and you know, this is a unique opportunity when I learn something from the person. And as I said, like I just screened this morning some of your social media because I tried to search more, and uh, I was very surprised how 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 it's beneficial to know you. So, please, oh, people, thank you, you know, so thank, much. Thank you for having me on your thank, thank you for having me as a, as a guest on your podcast. Yeah, thank you so much. I'm humble like this. I'm so I don't even know what to say. I'm thank you so much. But the one thing that comes to mind that you know. Uh, uh, as a, as such a you know high level investigator like a yeah. intelligence person to say this that means you must have researched me so I'm grateful that, that I, I did I did your green tickets that's the correct yes like yeah. <laughs> but thanks again you know Thank rest you. up enjoy the rest of the day happy New Year when it's coming Thank you. and be safe Thank and you. again like I said let's too, keep family. in touch. Absolutely, we will. Thank you so All much right, for thank having you. me. Thank you.